Now batting for the sports animal, your afternoon drive. Number two, Menon, Van Nunley, and Fred Slow. And in the on-deck circle, Robert Buck D. Gibson. This is Two Men On with Van Nunley and Fred Slow. It's Wednesday, Albuquerque. You know what that means. Fourteen, fifteen. Okay, we made it longer into this show than we did yesterday without technical diffs. So that means we've set a personal record. Van Nunley, does your microphone work? All right, here we oh, go. Check one, two. Are we on? Woo! All right, All Jerry. right, Jerry. Jerry continues to have his job for one more day. Congratulations. Welcome to the team. Congratulations. Another day off the unemployment line. All I mean, right. It's not actually a line anymore. It's all digital. I mean, that's a misconception. This. Now that, now that unemployment doesn't pay you more, you should probably stay here. Yeah, stay yeah, here. Stay employed. I used to know this cat named Jerry Wright. He used to ride around town, hang out in unemployment lines. That's not the lyric. Is that like a Nantucket thing you're doing there? So I, I believe it's uh, Boys in the Hood. Boys in the Hood. NBA free agent team roster tracker I have up in front of me. Officially, no one can go anywhere or do anything, but I have them all ready. Okay. okay? Quick hitters. Marcus Smart has decided to host a TBT team, and they're going to play at Rutgers Park, and they're going to put it on ESPN, and that's the thing that means the most to me right now. Give me all the Rucker you got. Give me all the Marcus Pour it Smart on. you got. Marcus Smart says, I'm not a point guard, except I took my team to the championship game and no other Playing point. Playing that position. Duh. Yeah, yeah. Duh. What is he then? I don't know. He says he can't play. A coach? So he's the principal of the TBT thing. I don't know what the that principal? means. The principal? A-L or L-E? <sighs> can't spell. I've never been able to spell. I think it'd be an A-L situation. He's he's there in principal. Okay. But he's got a team that's going to be on the squad. I can't tell you any of the guys are on it, but they're all former association guys. So they're going to be there. But also, I love this TBT thing, pushing back against critics. Obviously, he's got a terrible haircut. That's a big basketball news for today. We'll get into that. we got a good one at 4.15 today. Katie Bone's going to join the boys. Yay. There we go. She's Albuquerque's Ooh. Ninja Warrior. We're going to have her on because she's, well, now she's America's Ninja Warrior. It's like it's graduating. We're going to ask her about the different levels of warrioring or ninja-ing. I don't know the verbiage. All right, it's actually going to be like a 101 for me. It's going to be like a Ninja 101, and then like her personal success story and where she's going to hope to, to use that to impact positively into the community, specifically as it relates to JDRF, which everyone knows has a, uh, a very positive place in our hearts as we've been so fortunate to work with them in the past. Fred, I've been a Ninja fan for quite some time now. Ninja. Ninja. And I, and rap. I watch, then I watched uh, the Ninja shows, yes. the, last, the rise of the Ninja shows mm-hmm. the last few years. Not a single katana. What do you mean? Not one throwing star. Okay. I haven't seen a single person impaled by I, an Asian weapon. I don't even really know where Mount Memoriama is, okay. but I will find it. I will Google it. Is that a real place? I believe it is a real place. Okay. And if it's not, if it's only a place of fiction, if that's where Sauron hangs out, I'll find that out too when Katie Bone comes on because we'll get all the details on that. Okay. You are just mashing different worlds together. I probably, yeah, there's a yeah. strong possibility. Yeah. I don't think... Um, 
Sauron. Is that that's Lord of the Rings, right? Or did I pick up on that? Or reference? it's Harry Potter. Jerry? I don't yeah. know. Morador. Yeah. Morador is Harry Potter. Okay. Mor- is that not correct? Morador <laughs> is also so. Lord. Oh, okay. But I'm not an okay. expert on Harry Potter, so maybe he delves into the uh, Lord of the Rings. All right. World. So that's a problem I have now with stuff. And we'll ask Katie Bones, like a 16 year old kid, like she's a big fan of the stuff she's fans of. So we'll ask sure. her about this too. But it's. You have to be like a super fanatic now of stuff to even claim to be a fan of stuff. Like you can't just be like, oh, I, I loosely have an understanding of something. I'm a fan. Sure. If you're like, I like a band, then like I will immediately be like, name their three biggest albums and their yeah. two best songs and how many times they toured before the lead singer had a... That is the thing about fandom that drives me crazy right now. Name the bass player's stepmom. Yeah. Are you a real fan? Yeah. Oh, uh, only le- that marriage is only legal in so many states. Yeah, what was Steve's first job right. out of high school? So that's today's I-9 Varsity. It's the I-9 Varsity of worst fan groups, okay? That's today's I-9 Varsity. All right, I already got my four loaded up. Okay, but we're going to do it <laughs> early today. We're going to do it at 5 o'clock today. Deal. That's going to be today's I-9 Varsity. That's interesting. A 5 o'clock Varsity? I'm trying to move it around. You know, I'm trying to... Cause we, Smart. Yeah, you get out of the office. What's the first thing you want to do? You want to listen to so sports content? No, sure. sports adjacent content. Correct. Jerry, get your fan groups together. Okay. Number one, this show. That's not going to be on the list. Yeah. Live chat is up. Can hang out with this on the Facebook. If you want to hang out with this on the Facebook, obviously the texter is there. 505-246-0610. Connect with your boys. A lot of NBA talk, a lot of NFL talk today. Major League Baseball is uh, the only major sport for like the next six months, unless you count WNBA, MLS, rugby. That well, actually, I guess there's kind of a lot of sports. I don't know why I said it. There's like that. always but multiple sports going. It's the one on TV, but one good one, yeah. <laughs> which is baseball. And the best story in it is coming out of Boston today, so we'll talk about that at length. Is they're blowing games because their closer is an idiot. My apologies to all the New York Metropolitans fans out there. A lot of Medi boys out there. The Houston baseball Astros just took four in a row from you. Two, two road, two home. The best game of the season is tomorrow sniff night. A, sniff a bag of farts, you losers. Do you, just, you just told the Metropolitans to do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's uh, unacceptable. Really? Well, after taking four in a row, you just salt on the wound, kicking, kicking them while they're down, all those things. Yeah, yeah. while I'm on top, I'm going to jump up and down. Smart. Now, they're going to take an L tomorrow against the Yankees, and that's going to be tough. Because that's all, this is the best game of the year to me. This one-off. One standalone. Yes. Like just a Thursday. And it's not because of like rain. It's, it's because of like this lockout, right? And Major League Baseball is like, we have to reschedule all these. Let's make the best one happen right here. But in the two best teams in the American League against each other. And what to me is a winner-take-all loser will win the World Series. Loser, excuse me, loser will be a loser. Winner will win the World Series. God, I really need the Astros to win this one so I ain't got to hear it from you tomorrow. I'll talk about it until they play again, which is like just like only I got to hear it from later. you on Friday. That's what I should say. Friday, we're at the ballpark. Come hang out with the boys. We're live from the Isotopes. Big win last night for the Topes. Yeah, baby. Walk-off Grand Slammy boy. Are you kidding me? In the history of all things ever done, that's the first time that one was ever done. Write that down. There's that's, my. F- that's way better than a walk-off infield fly. It's good to be home. All right, walk-off infield fly is for losers. Okay, that's happened to us last week, so tread lightly. Okay, I mean, f- f- it, was, it made us winners the loser way. I love the gymnastics you're <laughs> doing right now. The same gymnastics <laughs> that Katie Moan does every day. She'll join us at 4.15. Rock climbing. I re- we did a little pre-interview. Katie Bone was like, uh, "I'm I'm a member of like seven gyms," and I was like, "That's yeah, 
that's kind of too many. That's one every day of the week. Like, that's too many gyms. Take one day off. I don't even know that many gyms. <sighs> okay, how many gyms do I know? Does James count? Yeah, J- yeah, Jimmy's. Jimmy's? Jimmy John's. I know that one. Jimmy John's, yeah. You, you Jim Roma. Who? Jim Roma. The guy that leads into us? Yeah. Is no, that, that's is, not before. We is that Tony him. Roma's brother? Y- your personal warm-up guy. Warms up the audience for Jim you. Jim Rome wouldn't do the show when we were at the Super Bowl, so I've created a blood feud. Um, he doesn't know it exists yet, though. It, well, it, I don't think it's gotten back to him. It's going to take but a minute. As one of his top four original syndicated whatever, whatever, whatever's that he talks about all the time, what do you mean he can't just walk over to my table and do a little interview? We're here at the Super Bowl. You're 10 feet away from me, Jim. Also, feels like the type of guy who would get mad if you say his name with a hard J. A hard J? Jim. J. J. Like a G. You spell your name with a J or a G? I spell it DJ. What? E R R Y. Jerry. De Jerry? You can't, with a you can't say my, the J in my name hard enough. I'm just kidding. Okay. Easy. <laughs> I got a 16 year old in the studio. It's pretty aggressive here. <laughs> I didn't care for that energy. I Googled DraftKings to see if you could put money on American Ninja Warrior because, like, okay. cause like, obviously I'm going to root for the hometown hero. And then they gave you a 1 800 number for they your did. problem. They said, hey, degenerate. <laughs> That's how I am when I'm like, if I'm learning a sport, like I want to get into like soccer or whatever, I want to get into lacrosse or rugby or whatever, I got to put a little action out there. Yeah, that's really smart. Keep me invested. Yeah. Waste money on the sport you don't know anything about. It's an investment. What are you not listening to? Okay. That's an expensive lesson. The return is not monetary, but it's... Put money on Sugar Sean O'Malley this weekend. From the live chat, Rome hates Albuquerque, and it's justified. Don't know where that energy's coming from. Ouch. Also, I don't think, like, when when we were at that Super Bowl, it's not like, hey, this is Fred and Van, we're Albuquerque. You don't just claim to be Albuquerque. He just hates Fred and Van. Well, he hasn't met me. He hates me, and whenever I dropped your name, that didn't, like, garner any positive response. He was like, oh, Van Tate? He's great. He d- everyone says that. No, Literally the other, everyone. The other one, like, oh. Yeah. Okay. Bizarro Van. By the way, NMBA award winner. We're the, the best show, second best show in town with a person with a name Van on it. We won that award? Yeah. Second oh, best. Yeah, yeah, second best nice. show. Nice. on the Van. list of awards. Who's the we first? Won? Well, anything, I mean, anything, anything with Van, Van Tate. Anything Van Tate does. Yeah. yeah, of course. Let's grab the break just a minute early so we can come back with Katie Bone. Uh, we're going to talk uh, ninja and warrioring and winning and type 1 diabetes. We're going to have a lot of fun with Deal. that. Big thank you to John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy, who's the sponsor of the studio. Thank you to I-9 Sports, who's the sponsors of today's varsity, which we're going to do at 5 o'clock today. New Mexico Opinion Coffee is a proud partner of the program, the YMCA of Central New Mexico, where I did not start my day today. My day got off on the wrong foot today. Okay, I'm sorry. But luckily, they got extended hours now. It's the summer. I mean, we get out early. I'm going to go over to the Y. It's going to be a whole thing. I'm going to enjoy it. Are we tomorrow at Hollow Spirits? Is that correct? I got. I hadn't. I haven't got confirmation. Figure that one out. Soft yes. I'm hang out with the boys tomorrow at Hollow Spirits for life in the ballpark on Friday where we're going to have New Mexico's vodka, Teller vodka, and that watermelon walk-off. It's going to be a good little evening. 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay. Add this to the Spotify. Okay. What is this little banger here? Summer Kennedy. I'm into this is it. Your, is this is your walkout music? This is Katie Bones' walkout music? 
There we go. Katie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Katie Bone. She's Albuquerque's Ninja Warrior. What's your official job title? Like what's your what's your business card say? Just athlete, you know. Oh, the- <laughs> right, write nice. that down. All right. Katie Bone, uh, official job title, the brand. <laughs> got it. Got it right there. Uh, so what, like, uh, two days ago you weren't hot. Now you're the hotness, you're, <laughs> you're American Ninja Warrior. You're the whole thing. What? I mean, it's been a whole change, right? Oh yeah. I've gotten since I've gotten like over 1400 followers since my episode. What? Aired, yeah. Oh my. The, my run that they posted on Ninja Warrior, it's gotten over a million views. What? Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm at least two of them. <laughs> One here. Yeah. When they post on Facebook, I was looking, I was like over, it was almost like 800 comments. That's so crazy. Yeah. So I so I was, I pulled up the YouTube, which by the way, if you guys don't YouTube Premium, figure it out. Okay? <laughs> gets rid of all the ads. It's it costs like basically nothing. So just do it. So I pull this thing up, and it's like this is they cut everyone else out. This is like the Katie Bone <laughs> show. Yeah, it's been so crazy. And then like Ninja Warrior posted my run and photos of me, so that was that was so crazy. That's what's up, Katie <laughs> Bone. Uh, born here in Albuquerque, raised in Albuquerque. Passion for climbing that's translated into a passion for what stardom? What is this? <laughs> It is crazy. When I started climbing, I wasn't even doing ninja then. And when I started ninja, I had no clue that I would be here like three years later. Ninja has had a huge rise in popularity the last few years. Oh, yeah. When did you jump on? When were you like, Hi-oh. oh, Hi-oh. That's, like, that's my skill set will translate there. Like, when did you figure that out? I've been climbing for about eight years, and then I started ninja about four years ago. And then a couple months after I started ninja, I went on American Warrior Junior. And then last year was the first year they lowered the age for the adult show. It's smart because you're basically a ringer the way I saw the whole thing. (laughs) There were people like twice because you're like you're young blood, right? Mm -hmm. Young blood, 16. There are kids like kids. There are adults like twice. They just fall. (laughs) <laughs> like, like and then they like they're jealous right is there that energy while they're out there where they know you're coming you're like head hunting for them the ninja community and climbing community is so cool because we're all friends and we don't see it as competing against each other uh it's more like competing with each other so i love that energy it's really cool the just recently did american ninja warrior to me rise to my number one show because for a long time it was wipeout i'm a big wipeout guy i like watching the people get wiped out that's my whole thing but because there's a like everyone gets wiped out so it's not like there's a like a worry but american ninja warrior they don't always get wiped out like they will win like you looked at that wall and you teased it and then you got it the second time like that whole thing for you is do you even worry about wiping out do you worry about taking that fall while you're out there not really i had like visualized before like the entire course and like hitting the buzzer and stuff so being able to execute that the way i did was amazing what what's your strong suit? What what part of the course do you just breeze through? You're like, ah, I don't even worry about this uh, part. Stuff that's upper body or grip strength related. Okay. So yeah, every after I got through the agility obstacle, everyone was cheering because they were like, Okay, she did the lower body thing, we're good. And that all comes from your climbing background, right? The, yes. Okay. Yeah. And then those that are in attendance with you, not just family, but like the fans in the stands, they don't necessarily know that though, right? So, like, whenever they're giving, like, feedback or rounds of applause or whatever, are you like, well, that one came kind of easy? Are you are you not necessarily feeling, like, the ovation where you're like, oh, no, I really put it out there? Or can you even hear them? I guess I didn't consider that. So, when I was competing, I forgot there was an audience. And even when I walked up the stairs, I forgot I could hear my family and friends. No. Um, but then I had people telling me they were like, I've never heard a crowd that loud after I cleared. Oh, heck yeah. So, yeah, that was awesome. Katie Bone joining us. She's American Ninja Warrior. Uh, I was joking before before we came to the interview. I was like, hey, you're at like seven gyms and you do all these things and that's your life. But it's not really your entirety of your life, right? This is, it's a big aspect, but it doesn't absorb you completely. 
Um, right now, it's pretty much my entire life. I'm especially during school. I would wake up, I would go to early training, uh, do school, and then I would have another session in the afternoon. So right now, it's pretty much my whole life. Who coaches this? Um, I have some climbing coaches, and then keep going, Katie. I'm sorry. <laughs> I have climbing coaches, ninja coaches, and then my strength and conditioning gym. I have coaches there. But before filming and stuff, I was going out to Colorado and training with ninjas out there. What, what piqued your interest about climbing and then eventually a ninja? Is it something you do with your family or is it something you just found on your own? My brother, for his 10th birthday, wanted to go to the climbing gym. And from like the moment we walked in, I fell in love. And then I had a friend who was a climber and also did the show. And I asked her about ninja a couple years ago. And she was like, you should just sign up for a competition and see how you do. So I did and then just started doing ninja. So before Ninja and like like jumping into it, there was there was some stuff going on in your life that was not necessarily a distraction, but a change, right? So like the the diagnosis of type one diabetes, yeah. which came three years ago? Question mark. Uh, five years ago. Five years ago. So then the big adjustments that came from that. How important is physical fitness to you uh, now having the diagnosis of type one diabetic? So I was at a big climbing competition and I felt really sick and did not perform well. And then a couple of days later, we went to urgent care. Um, because of my symptoms and I was diagnosed with type 1 diabetes that year after that was really hard because training was really hard and competing and my competitions just weren't going well like it was such a huge adjustment and figuring out all the medical stuff while I'm at competitions and not with my parents um, that was big but we now it's just part of my everyday routine how did the diagnosis and then you your treatment for type 1 diabetes affect your performance um there are competitions now if my blood sugar is low or high, it is really hard to compete and train because I just don't feel good. For climbing, if USA Climbing accommodated for me, if my blood sugar is low or high before I compete, they can pull me from their own order and put me last, which is which was huge because I had I was at nationals and my blood sugar was really high and I did not perform well. So then we talked to USA Climbing and tried to figure out this new accommodation. So what is like the quick fix? Is it like an honor pop? Like what, what gets you back to like balance so that you can go? If my blood sugar is high, I give myself insulin. If it is low, I have to have uh, carbohydrates. Well, I mean, that, I mean, that makes perfect sense yeah. to me. Yeah. yeah. Right. I mean, got to go up, got to go down. A lot, a lot easier than you thought it was. <laughs> it's actually similar to climbing. Yeah. You go up. Go up, you go down. You got to, so the whole thing, do it. Katie Bone is with us. We're talking about American Ninja Warrior. So you're the big, you're the big victor last week, but you got to compete again, right? There's another one coming up and that either has or hasn't already happened or you know the outcome, but no one else does. But that was in Los Angeles. Yes. So the next filming thing is in Los Angeles. We have completed all of filming. Oh, okay. Yep. So now it's just airing it and producing it. Okay. And we, and we won't ask because I, I have an understanding <laughs> that we can't talk about it. Sure. But it'll be on TV and there'll be a big watch party. Yes. And then, um, and then people will, will, either, will either cheer or jeer. But we don't know which. <laughs> that, that is what will happen. Yep. Cool. And then at that watch party, um, who, who usually attends that? Is it friends, family, fans? Like what is, what is kind of the formula for who celebrates you? Uh, also, do you need two middle-aged goofy hosts yeah, for you your need, watch party? Yeah, you need a riff oh, track yeah. over That's it. That's a thing that we yes. do. Yeah, we're very good at that. <laughs> um, I, I don't know how good we would do at that. I just I don't know, even know the obstacle. Slightly above average. Just, I would say, watch out for that pool. <laughs> like what else do you say? Uh, yes, there's a lot of friends and family. There's a lot of people there that I didn't know. So that was cool to get to meet everyone and 
be able to watch that with all my friends and family. We had a little inside baseball. So we're booking the show today, right? And so we reach out to Katie and we're like, Katie, come on the show. And we're talking, uh, your mom, Tammy, is lovely. Your mom, <laughs> Tammy, is about the nicest. Yeah. So so we reach out and we're, we're like, hey, you want to come on or whatever? So we go to tell our boss. And we're like, hey, hey, bought Jared. We're like, hey, Jared, we're going to have Katie Bones going to come on the show. It's a good get. We're going to have a lot of fun. He's like, from the climbing gym, that Katie Bone. We're like, yes, that one. That's the one that's going on the show. He's like, oh, I watch climb all the time. It's crazy. I'm like, so, so yeah, the, it, it's fandom all over the yeah. city. The day before my episode, he actually came up to me and he was like, so is tomorrow a good or bad day? <laughs> so yeah, that was cool. So what's what's the next step? Um, for me, competition wise, I have climbing nationals in about four weeks, um, and then for the show, my episode will air probably end of August, early October. So whenever you film the Los Angeles stuff, you're there and your family's there. Cool. I, I assume you guys are all sworn to secrecy. Yeah. There's all sorts of paperwork you sign or your mom signs as the legal guardian. <laughs> I don't, but really you tell someone, right? Like you, or is this like threat? Like what's the penalty? Um, they can sue you if you, Oh no. Yeah, <laughs> if you uh, Disclose results. NBC needs to be a lot cooler. Than that. <laughs> you get cool swag bag while you're out there. Do you get like a peacock subscription or anything? Um, no, not really. That's the lame. Rash, right? Yeah, that's because you guys are wearing sweet t-shirts, which I assume you guys make. Is that like a branding that you guys have? Uh, yeah. So a lot of the ninjas create their own ninja shirts and then they do have merch tents there. Oh, okay. You can buy like American Ninja Warrior stuff. I'm trying to get one of the, I'm trying to get one of those bone ninja shirts though. Like what do we got to do to do that? What, how do I? I I will bring you as one. Good answer. Super good answer. (laughs) What's your next competition in the ninja world? Like, are you just on top of the mountain already? You won the thing allegedly. Mount Majority (laughs) Mama Mama Hama Jahama Hama. And do you, do you like wait for the course to change and try another one? What do you do next season? Uh, we're not sure what the courses are until we show up and they go through rules and everything. So you're just training and you're making mock courses from the previous season and you're hoping that you put in all the work. Wait, you have to build them yourself? Just at the Ninja Gym, you can set up courses. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's not like you're out there with like, like two by fours and like, oh, okay. (laughs) That was like my dream job as a kid, Katie. I wanted to build obstacle courses (laughs) on Survivor. I thought that would be like, I was like, oh, I could go to Tropical Island. Yeah, I mean, the (laughs) Friend, uh, for, of all the adults I know, you might be the best at the floor is lava. <laughs> oh, do you play that, Katie? Do you sweat that? Es- especially considering your size. Yes. You're a, a, just a, a world of talent. I don't know if you guys saw how tall I am, but I can reach basically across the <laughs> room. So this, that was, is that how you, like, hey, five-year-old Katie Bone, floor is lava? Oh, yeah. yeah like, nonstop. Sure. Oh, yeah. Climbing on everything. <laughs> That's so sweet. Uh, so you're currently where you are, which is a big, famous uh, Albuquerque <laughs> TV star. And then uh, I assume you're going to beat L.A. That's me projecting. You haven't said a word. I assume you're going to go to the top of L.A.'s version of Mount Motori. Midoriyama. Yes. Is that a real place? That can't be a real place. It's so cool to, like... To even see all of that and see yeah. all of production and how everything's put together. But then Los Angeles is filmed at night, so you kind of got to flip your sleep schedule. <laughs> like overnight, because like, there's so much traffic and stuff in town, and that's how they make it work? It's just so it's because it's Los Angeles is outside. It's in Universal Studios. That's got to cool down. Yeah. yeah, that's a whole thing. Yeah. So that full day, is that a lot of hurry up and wait? Are you there all day long and just hanging out and catering? Um, and So our call time is like in the afternoon, like a five o'clock and so i sleep in and then you go get food and then you just you go to set and then that's when you film and compete and stuff that's super sweet yeah so i do not believe mount midoriyama is a real place i believe it's a real place <laughs> it's not a real place <laughs> at least wikipedia unless somebody changed it just now <laughs> listening to the right program. before this segment just to fool me 
Mount Midoriyama is just where you hold from the text, ninja competitions. From the texter, uh, Noma believes that you haven't told anyone how you did in Los Angeles. <laughs> <laughs> the texter is dialed up. They're dialed in. Katie, uh, obviously Van was pointing to it. You got some competitions coming up because there's different tiers, right? Mm-hmm. And you're able to still compete as an amateur because the, the Olympics are kind of looking like a goal for you. So in climbing, I compete in youth and then the elite circuit. And then in ninja, I do three ninja leagues plus the show. And then any just like random comps they have. Um, I have nationals, and if I do make team and make worlds, I'll have worlds in August for rock climbing. And then there's two big ninja competitions in August as well. Does this allow you like collegiate opportunities as well? Is there is there a, a NCAA of of competitive rock climbing that I don't know about? Uh, no, I wish there was. <laughs> I wish there was more money in in my sports for sure. <laughs> I, that's the kind of thing to me that's so interesting about like this world of i'm gonna use the word extreme sports i don't know if that's correct but that's the verbiage i'm gonna use to where i feel like it's so very much embraced regionally sure but like where i grew up st louis missouri mm-hmm. if you were to be like hey we're, we're going rock climbing people would be like what is what that's is gonna that? be a quick rock climbing yeah, what, trip what are you doing no rocks to climb <laughs> kind of a crazy thing um we a little bit before we cut you loose on the olympics though so uh rock climbing is in ninja is not in is that a conversation for the Olympics? They are talking about putting Ninja in the Olympics, and there's some team trial um, World Ninja League competitions coming up later this year to try and figure out to see if this could be something that could be in the 2028 Olympics. I like how, how justified do you feel that like you're ascending in this sport, and now the Olympics are talking about your sport being <laughs> at the Olympics? Are you like, hell yeah, it is. It is so crazy that both of the sports I do could potentially be in the Olympics. So that is definitely a huge goal of mine. Would you say you know kind of the best competitors in your age range in the country? Do you guys have a network like that? Uh, I'm friends with a lot of the professional climbers and professional ninjas as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so like the Olympians for the 2020, 2020 Olympics, I'm friends with them, which is really crazy. That is, that's, yes. that's kind of out there to me. And then a lot of the people that competed that haven't been competing on the show for years are people that I looked up to when I was younger. So getting to compete alongside with them and now be friends with them is amazing. The The last one for me before we cut it out completely is, uh, speaking of looking up, there are individuals in this community that are looking up to you and obviously type 1 diabetes and obviously what you're doing in such a public eye now. Is there plans for Katie Bone and, and the Bone family to kind of use this momentum to kind of spread that information and knowledge about type 1 diabetes? Is, is there a goal in place for you guys as far as impacting the Albuquerque community? Oh, yeah. We've been definitely talking about it. Um, I knew going onto the show that it was going to be big because of what I could do with my story and walking mm-hmm. across the starting platform was going to be a win for me. I just had no clue that it was going to be this big and this many people with relation to type 1 diabetes would be reaching out to me and saying what I did for their kids or for them. Um, So that has been amazing. Awesome. Van, anything we missed? Oh, my goodness. Katie, anything (laughs) we missed? (laughs) Not that I can think of. Do good. Katie Bone, thank you so very much for taking the time. Congratulations on being the big winner. (laughs) There we go. There we go. And then uh, the LA one, that's August or October. We're not sure when that one's airing, but it will. Yes, I will definitely let you guys know. Okay. And, then the, and this isn't like old school Jerry Springer where you record a segment and they don't put it on, right? No. This, no. <laughs> this is definitely getting on. Oh, yeah. Yes, for sure. 100% I'm into that. Katie Bone, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Back on the program, phone lines are going crazy. That's what happens. You have a cool guest on, you don't let anyone in. Jerry, did you put one in the queue? I didn't have it up. Sorry, did I put one in the queue? This call? Oh, yeah. Just a moment. 
different energy over here at the Sports Animal. That's how I feel. Katie Bone did a good job, huh? Hey, she was calm and composed. Did great. This ain't no pressure whenever she's yeah. traversed an entire ocean. She climbs mountains, real and fake. That entire run was nuts, too. Joining us on the phone, I assume, I assume big fan of not just our program, but that of Katie Bone. Friend of the show, Vincent. Vincent, welcome. Hey, Vince. Yeah, I mean, what, what has this show devolved into? I mean, rock climbing? I mean, what? what's next? Uh, oh, it looks like I lost you, Vince, because I don't care. Yeah. Vince, we got a cool local story. Vince, we got a cool local athlete. Vince, we're doing cool spotlights on people that are doing positive things here. A 16-year-old local athlete was on television by being at the peak of her sport, you loser. That's why she was on. Figure it out. That's the, I tell you what, like in a little off rate right here, that's the most Albuquerque energy you can bring to that kind of thing. Yeah, miss, How about me, this? miss me with that garbage. Miss me completely. How about we celebrate each other? Yeah. How about we put Albuquerque on the map and celebrate how amazing it is by highlighting a great story? How about, how about we do that? Got a cool local young blood bringing local energy and positivity. And by the way, it's going to curtail it into an effort to help with juvenile diabetes research. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Hey, you're right. Dissolve. Cool. How about this one? Dissolve down the dial, Vincent. Figure it out. 505-246-0610. Get a hold of the program. Deshaun Watson's in the news. Again? So it's so we're in the offseason, right? Speculate, speculate, speculate. That's what the offseason is all about. But the thing with Deshaun Watson is all this speculation, it's no longer about him. It's been now about this Sue L. Robinson. I'm just going to call Sue Robinson moving forward. Okay. So Sue Robinson is saying, hey, I'm meeting with the NFLPA. We're figuring this thing out. It's allegedly the NFL is going to be cool taking six to eight games. Are they going to be cool taking six to eight games? See, why are they leaking different numbers now? <laughs> they just leaked that they were going to do it for a year. Why are you saying six to eight now? Not going to happen. They're not going to go out there and say, hey, that's enough, because it's not going to end up being enough. Sure. Now, miss me with Vincent. The thing, that's the thing to me. Is if the NFL is going to prove a point or do a thing, they're not going to do it with a slap on the wrist, which is six to eight games. Six to eight is like still the number of court cases that are open. Sure. No. Yeah. Six to eight, give me one year and then give me indefinite. I need one year and I need revisited every off season. One year with no pay. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Zero one, pay. I want oh, more lawsuits to come out. Him getting in more trouble, him losing out on that giant contract, and him having to start all over again in two years. Because it is unfair. Criminal case, sure. They didn't have enough to do it. Civil cases, there's way too many. There's way too many. Way too many. And then for Cleveland fan or whoever to be like, well, punishment's a punishment. No, it's not. There's varying degrees of punishment. Right. There's 100% varying degrees of punishment. M MLB just set the template. With, Two years. With Trevor Bauer. Two years. I'm sorry, Tyler Bauer from a friend of the show, Alex Bregman. 
I don't get that one. Okay. He called him Tyler. He said, shut up, Tyler. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Very <laughs> funny. I mean, they set the precedent right there. Two years. Trevor Bauer wasn't convicted in court, but there was enough evidence that proved that he had some nefarious actions with this person. Disgusting behavior that needs to be punished. Follow the MLB's playbook. Also, I'll say this, like anyone who wants to live their life in any style they want outside of the workplace, I'm a thousand percent into that as long as this caveat hits. Do not put yourself or someone else in harm's way. Sure. Once you're doing those two things, now you're outside the lane. Now, now I, ain't got no, I have zero interest. I'm not in. We've set it up and down. Well, at least I have. Let your freak flag fly, all, brother. All the time. I'm not going to kink shame you uh-uh. at all. You got some weird lusts in your life. You got some weird stuff you're into. Hey. I support you. In- but just don't hurt yourself or anyone else. And more importantly, get consent, you creep. When you're talking about deviant stuff, I'm even just talking about like hobbies. Like you got weird hobbies and stuff? Yeah. You want to go drop 500 bones on a Lego set yeah. and lose yourself for a week from society? Sure. You know what? To me, kind of weird. Here's the thing. Don't have a problem with it. Nope. Go get it. Everyone. Don't harm anyone else. That's what these people do. They harm. Hey, I saw a recorder at the thrift store the other day. I went thrift store shopping on okay. Sunday. Saw, saw a recorder, like an use- actual plastic elementary school recorder, and I was like, you know what I haven't done in 30 years? You did not use a community recorder at a thrift store and rip off Mary Had a Little Lamb. Well, I would totally boil it first, <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I would boil it and just dip it in rubbing alcohol or actual alcohol. Might make me play better. Will make you play better. <laughs> <laughs> it make it sound better to me for sure. Hey, but here's the thing. Also, if that's your thing, because you do know this about me. My thing is Goodwills. Mm-hmm. I love going to Goodwills. I love traveling the country, going in to the local goodwill in a community right. and saying, what does this town think is not worth having? Right. What do, what do these people deem is of quality enough just to give away? Sure. That, to me, is a fun time. You know who it harms? No one. You know who else wants to do that? No one. I'm super into it as well, but for different reasons. No one likes this hobby. <laughs> So there's this is a absolutely everyone keep waiting because this one this is a wait 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 one there's going to be a lot of talking. The NFL is not going to take anything small, and unfortunately for everyone who signed who got paid out and signed those NDAs from the civil case, we might not ever find out the full extent of what he's did. Right, because there's only a few people that could talk about it. The originators of the first class action lawsuit who have the ability to talk about it because the court deemed it was okay for them to talk about it. But everyone else who took the payment from Deshaun Watson's legal team will never find out the extent of what actually happened. So we'll only get information from these new lawsuits to see how gross it was. And I don't think they're over yet. No, they're not over. There's got to be more. I mean, the New York Times found that in a span of 17 months, he contacted at least 66 massage therapists 26 confirmed cases right now and by the way the browns are ready for this million dollar base salary year one they knew yeah they're in on the game sure that makes them in my opinion that puts them in a position where they cannot come out ahead one year you already knew you were going to take an l you already knew you're going to have baker we jettisoned them we created this bad word no forget you yeah two years sure two years and then 
We're talking about it. I'm not even saying you're coming back. We're talking about it. What's what's the punishment in Texas or in Ohio or wherever the court cases are tried for unwanted sexual advances when you have your junk out? I would like to find out the actual legality of these situations, and whatever that is, that's how long he's suspended for. After that, go crazy. And have also- I believe in second chances. I believe you did the did the crime, do the time. Now you can be a citizen again. Go crazy. But, but this slap on the wrist no. stuff because he's a prominent NFL quarterback. Mm-mm. No, no. That's the thing. Not when. Not in this subject matter. Not when. Tune over to KKOB and pick up more stories on the one percenters because that's what this is. <laughs> sure. Six to eight games. One game per per current assault. How about six to eight seasons? Give me one season per. Let's grab it. Where do we get back? Wrap this one up with what I think is the best NBA story of the day. I just love this kind of stuff. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Mailman. Mailman. What's happening? Yeah, we're waiting on Jerry. Hold on. Am I good now? Mailman joins us on the Friend of the Show hotline. Mailman, how are you? What's happening, bro? What's up, brother? Oh, hey, oh, hey. Hey, if you if you feel what I'm cooking there, uh, Fred. Oh, okay. This is for my best friend, Randy. Okay. Get well soon, bro. I love you. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I love the way you guys pulled Vince's pants down and paddled his behind. He needed it. <laughs> <sighs> you, you got it. Oh, that was pretty. That was so pretty. Yeah. Long overdue. Long we don't overdue. we don't have a lot of rules here, but um. Yeah, we definitely don't. We definitely don't make fun of kids. Like you, you've never no, listened to this program, and we make to, fun of, like college athlete. We don't do that. That's not. No, I need to find her so she can give me some Ninja Warrior training. Shoot, dude, I, I got about forty, fifty, maybe sixty pounds I can lose. You know, I'm sure she can give me some ways to drop them. Hey, you know she was on your route though, because you'd be carrying all of her fan mail. Oh, of course. And if I did that, I'd never get any work done. <laughs> Break my back. She's a superstar already. Okay, so, Fred, um, uh, 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 um, DraftKings was doing this thing, you know, where you like you go on and you can pee. Uh, you can put a little case on the, on on you know different things. Sure. They, they're doing this thing with the WWE, man. I'm telling you, get in now. <laughs> riddle, riddle for the money in the bank. You think, where, that's where your money's at. Go you think it's the set mud, for the weekend? Go look at the mud. The, so we, and actually, Van just pivoted off going to Money in the Bank this upcoming weekend in Las Vegas. But, you know, I'm set up for SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. I almost feel like I'm looking ahead. Mm-hmm. Man, let's just go to Vegas. They don't want to go. We're leaving him behind. Little teetotaling dude. Just hit the road. We're leaving behind. Teetotaling dude. (laughs) (laughs) This guy. Van and I hosting the barbecue hot dog eating contest over at Hollow Spirits this Friday the 4th. That'll be at noon. Come out and hang out with your boys at Hollow Spirits, and and we will tell everyone um, with the most new window possible how many hot dogs Mailman can put down his throat. Well, uh, back in the days. I'd put a hurting on you, boys. 
Hey, we're now, we're just announcing. Nowadays, we're just commentating. Okay, we're not participating. Nowadays, if you if you remember, um, 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 uh, Blanta from uh, from um, the Fast and the Furious Eight. Uh, remember Blanta? No, but keep going. Go on. <laughs> okay, remember the dude that was driving the forklift with the orange Lambo, and uh. Old boy was like, oh, that's it, that's it. You're Blanton. Oh, actually, I do. Yeah, Tyrese playing Roman. I literally know exactly what you're talking about. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's me. I can't put down as many hot dogs now. That hurts myself. Okay, that's. <laughs> yeah, it ain't, it ain't too good for me, especially out here in the heat. Nah, your boy would be laid out somewhere and you'd be. At my funeral services, telling me the mailman was a good guy. Mailman's day. Hey, speaking of good guys, mailman, we got to cut you loose. But give me your prediction tonight on blood and guts. Who do you got? You got Team Jericho or you got Team uh, Combat Pool? Team Combat Pool. Yeah, me too. Hey, you know they bringing that other dude. Uh, they're bringing uh, what's his face over? Cesaro. Uh, yes, Cesaro. There you have it. Big prediction for tonight, mailman. You're the best. Thanks. All right, see you guys. Thanks, buddy. Such a nice dude. That dude loves pro wrestling. Yeah. Loves it. He's creeping up on your level of dorkdom. Here's my thing. If I saw, like, mailman or mailman-adjacent individual out in the community, and they were like, Randy! I would, <laughs> I would say it, too. <laughs> I don't know what any of that means. I know. That sounds best. fun, though. It's the best. Yeah. Shoosh. Everyone's like, what? Is that shoosh for Josh Sushan? Is that what you're doing right Mo- now? Hey, moving forward, that's what we're doing. Sweet. <laughs> Call and response with pro wrestling is, I don't know if that's like a like Pavlovian. I don't really know how that yeah. works, but you can't help it. Right. So smart. It's like second place to jazz music. The problem with jazz music is it's never the exact same twice. And that's the thing with pro wrestling where it's the exact same no matter what. Yeah. Two wildly different call and response. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Kyle Kuzma is going to play with Monte Morris again. Did you see this story? Mm-hmm. Oh, this is the best. So Monte Morris is going to get uh, traded to Washington, whatever. Kyle Kuzma is in Washington, whatever. So Kyle, Kyle Kuzma tweets. He's like, I get a brother back. Monty and I were in second grade together, and at eight years old, we said we play in the NBA at the same team. I love this. That's so cool. This for me is it. That like because when you're boys, we're gonna grow up and play in the association together. No, you ain't. No, they is astronomical odds to make it that far. Astronomical odds for one person from one school in one city right. to make it that far. For two people who are like in the same grade, played together, friends, that is insane. Well, and it, and it looks like with the way the trade is going to play out, like he, like obviously Monte is going to go over to, to Washington. In a world of perfect irony, Kuz gets traded over. In the world of perfect irony, oh. <laughs> they're traded for each other. Oh God, that would hurt. I would, I would hate it. But I would love it. And laugh and laugh and laugh. How many shout-outs? Like, all right, so you get there. Like, first of all, you have to call, and you're going to be like, hey, you can stay with me. No right? doubt. That's number one. Yeah. 
Hey, like you did with me when you moved into town? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, welcome to town. You hey, get, I got get, you. You have the extra bedroom till you get settled, brother. And if you're like any sort of other fan, where you're like, well, they can't start together. They can't be able to, they should. They need that moment. Yes. Game one. I don't even care. A hundred percent. Morris can play. Or I mean they can both play. They can, both can play. play. Yeah, they can both play. Five o'clock, today's I9 varsity we're gonna do after the break. It's the I9 varsity of fan groups. Mm, okay? Okay. Fanatic groups. Jerry, you're in on this one. You bet. Two men on, ninety-five point nine FM and AM six ten. The sports animal. Moving through a lot of producers. Jerry is our current victim. <laughs> At least for the rest of today. You're with we us hope. tomorrow. You're with us tomorrow. I'm with right? you tomorrow, too. It's never voted <laughs> by the NMBA as the worst show to work for by a group of producers. That's Yeah, that was voted for us from the Unanimous. NBA. Yeah, it was unanimously voted. Mexico Broadcast Association award winner for hardest to work with. Uh, most difficult, uh, they said. Man, you guys make it so easy. I got to tell you. the Well, the thing is, it takes a lot of work to make it look this easy. Uh, let, me give you, <laughs> let me give you one example. It's hard to tell jokes when you're not funny. Uh-huh. And obviously, we <laughs> prove that every day. Uh-huh. There you go. Today's I-9 Varsity, I-9 Sports League Office 280 at i9sports.com, 505-312-4999. Today's I-9 Varsity. Is the I-9 Varsity of fanatics? Is the I-9 Varsity of fan groups? This is because earlier in the program, we were talking about how fans of like whatever things they're excited about ruin that for other people that aren't as fanatic. Sure. And what the I nine varsity is the I nine varsity is is we take a topic and then we name like the worst of the worst of it or the best or of the, the best. best of the best. Yeah. Being as glass half full and positive as we are, yeah, it's usually a best. It's often a best. Today it's a worst. Today it's absolutely a worst. <laughs> And this is the I-9 varsity of terrible fan bases, okay? Yep. Me or you? Uh, I'll go first this time. Okay. All of these. Beatles. All of these kind of oh! hit. <laughs> no. All, all of these kind of hit home with me. Yeah. Usually we have a shtick, but I'm going to keep it real today. All right. And Beatles is very close. Believers. I'm going with Tool fans. Oh, oh. yes. You're the s- band Tool. Oh, you're incredibly right. And I'm going to tell you why. Yep. I love the band Tool. 46 and 2 is their very good song. But I am not a Tool fan. No. Because Tool fans are the worst. They're the worst. They have to wear a Tool t-shirt every day. That's mm-hmm. all they know how to talk about. They never miss a concert. They try to decode the lyrics in the music. Just enjoy the music. It's fantastic rock and roll music. Don't make it the center of your life. Grow up. From the texter and non-submittable uh, to this list, uh, somebody accidentally wrote in Cardinals fans are the worst. Ah, they nice. think they invented baseball. So right. uh, a little bit of confusion here. We're going with worst fan bases. So not best, because then you would put best fans in baseball, the St. Louis Cardinals fans. Okay, to be fair. To be fair. And to be fair. Cardinals fan base is a great fan base. Thank you. That's okay, that's what most obnoxious fan base mm-hmm. in the running for sure. Worst fan base, no. That's not correct. Okay. Very obnoxious. Jerry, what'd you have? I'm kind of digging back, but uh, Dallas Cowboy fans. 
Here we go. Not the Dallas Cowboys. Okay. 505-246-0610. His name is Jerry. Yeah. You call the show. You don't even have to come through to us. You can just tell them all about it. They haven't won in like 30 years. Yeah. You wouldn't know. That's true. That's true. And I and maybe I should um, further winnow it down by saying the 1980s Dallas Cowboy fans. Uh, oh. Hmm. Before the success? And, and maybe that'll get me out of a little bit of trouble. Nah, lean into it, brother. <laughs> That's me. Anti Dallas Cowboys. Who's my favorite team? Who's playing the Cowboys? Me. Hey, I uh, I also love low hanging fruit because that means it's right. Yes. Yeah. Also, yeah. Dallas Cowboy fan is the same as Notre Dame fan. Because mm-hmm. Notre Dame Duke fan. Blue Devils. Duke, well, hold up. They win. Mm-hmm. Like Duke Blue Devil, I'm in on. Like, because give me that. They come through. They do that thing. Yeah. No, when's the last time Notre Dame won a ship? 30 years as well? In anything. In anything. Yeah. Although, to be fair, to be fair, if they're winning in like rowing or something, it's not like I would. I don't that. count. Does not count. Yeah, covering up lawsuits for priests. Undefeated. <laughs> Undefeated. Also, this: How is rowing a sport, but but climbing is not? I think they're both sports. Collegiate sports. We just Katie Bone just said there's no. Oh, there's no collegiate climb. Yeah, there will be soon. Oh, it could it's be. too popular. It's an actual sport. You think it's too popular? So your answer was disagreeing with someone's answer? Is that is that what just happened here? Well, I was going to give my answer right now. <laughs> okay. Ready, go. <laughs> UT fans. Ooh, which UT? Oh. The problem, the thing that makes them more insufferable than Irish fans. Okay. Is they haven't won a national championship since the 1800s. That is the problem I have with University of Texas fans. Ah, University of Texas. Okay, I didn't know which T you're going what, with. What is the other option? Tulsa, Tennessee, Tacoma, Tallahassee. You're just naming cities now. Yes. They have universities. No. With their name. That, that's just the name. That would be Tulsa fan. Okay. UT. University of Texas. Which, hook by the horns. way. Hook, yeah, hook them. Hook them. Hey, you go down right now, if you're pro wrestling and you go to do a show in Austin and you get in the ring and you go hook them, the crowd is not going to say horns because they're not really there the way that you think they are. Mm. Now, again, make sure I'm very clear on this. Excellent branding, perfect colors, everything about them. The color, the burnt orange is is phenomenal. brilliant. Yes. I'm actually a fan, but the fanatics for UT miss me. Miss me all. Miss me like Vincent. Like no. Yeah. No, thank you. Don't need either of those vibes. And also, if they won one since the eighteen hundreds, maybe I was wrong on that. But it's that can't be far off. I think you're exactly right. <laughs> Earl Campbell. Earl Campbell's the last time, right? The best college quarterback that I've ever seen is Vince Young. Uh, first off, how dare you? His name's Tim Tebow. Yeah. He existed <laughs> close to the same time. It's actually Gardner Minshew, but you're correct. No, that's pro quarterback. That's hey, all levels. He's the greatest pro quarterback. Pop Warner. <laughs> <laughs> all right, next on my I-9 varsity of horrible fan bases, another one that hits very close to home, vegans. Okay, as a vegetarian, yeah, and I'm mostly vegan. I am just right at the cusp of being vegan, okay? Vegan adjacent, some would say. Sure. Vegan. Shut up. You're not saving the world. 
Just because you have sandals made out of cork and your cheese tastes like a pile of garbage doesn't mean you're saving the earth. What you are saving is your own hobbies because you don't have a life. You've made you've made your whole life about being a vegan and ruined it for everyone else. All of the silent vegans out there who just go live their lives, mm-hmm. vegetarians like me, who you'll never know until Fred tells you. Correct. I do do that, that van guy eats a lot of salad. Because he's a vegetarian. <laughs> the other day we were at lunch with a guy, and the guy says, yeah, Van gets a salad or whatever. It's a pretty nice little salad bar. Great. And the guy, so Van gets a salad, and the guy we're sitting down with goes, it actually doesn't look like that bad of a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so vegans, like, find a hobby. Like, your whole life shouldn't be about being a vegan. That's pretty good one. Jerry, what do you got? BTS. What is that? K-pop sensation. Oh, my goodness. What, what did they do to you? You know what? Um, and I'm going to be crossing a line here because because now I'm dissing on kids, including my daughter, ah. um, and uh, just playing the music over and over. Although that Jin Cook, he's uh, one of the singers. The so, what? What? Jin Cook. It's a K-pop. It's Korean pop music. I have a little niece adjacent friend of the family who loves BTS and K-pop, and she is so adorable. Aww. And she is so passionate about it, and she learns all the dances, and she knows the songs in English and Korean. It's adorable. Smooth but if like I, butter. If I have to listen to it for more than 10 minutes, I am out. Get me out of the room. There's something to be said, too, about fan bases who gatekeep. Like, if you're keeping other people from fandom because of your fandom, sure. I got a big problem. Uh-huh. Like, a huge problem, even. Often, also, uh, Texas Longhorns won a national championship in 2005. That was the Vince Young year. That's uh, not that long ago, even. <laughs> so, kind of kind of really missed the boat with, uh, with that one. 2005 is low-key, though, kind of a long time ago. Uh, approaching 20 years. That's when Anchorman came out. Like, that's how long ago 2005 wow. is. When's the last time Judd Apatow put out a hit? Like, almost 20 years? What's the last good Judd Apatow movie? Oh, excellent question. Funny there, People, maybe, or that's probably the one that killed him. And that was 2009. There is one? So he had a role there. Those Vince Vaughn, Will Ferrell, Jason Segel, Seth Rogen, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. the guy from The Office, Bangers, Paul Rudd. Those all banged. Judd Apatow fans have now just made my list. Because there's right now someone listening. You didn't even know. Who's being an apologist. And just segued right into it. Because the last 10 years of Judd Apatow haven't been anything. And that's the thing, too, with, like, artists. Like, it's hard to be a rapper. It's hard to be a comedian if you don't have turmoil in your life. And once you find success, once you're successful, you're not funny anymore. Okay. Apatow did have a deep, deep pit after funny people okay and funny people was too dark like most it's people not, didn't get it yeah it's not supposed to be funny it's called funny people yeah not the whole thing's funny it's actually about uh cancer and depression this is 40 girls train wreck love crashing those are all horrible movies yeah girls is the worst thing i've ever seen and then he completely redeemed himself with the king of staten island that is a very good motion. To be fair, to be fair, putting your best players in their best position is not completely redeeming yourself. Giving Bill Burr a platform to steal the show from the star of a movie, 
That, to me, is a brilliant move. Because the King of Staten Island doesn't work with just Kim Kardashian's boyfriend. Bill Burr makes it happen. <laughs> yeah, Bill Burr took it to another level. From the texter, New Mexico United fans. Oh. Ouch. No. A lot of bumper stickers, though. No. A lot of bumper stickers. No. 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 Hey, nope. they. Nope. They're nope. inclusive, though. They bring you in. Yeah. Artesia football fans. Okay, no, there, there we go. All right, all right. Now we're now we're on to something. I can believe that one for sure. Oh man, that one's perfect. Thank you. All right, next on my I nine varsity of horrible fan bases. Office. Yeah, fans. yeah. The TV show The Office. It's not a lifestyle starring T- Steve Carell. It's it's the fourth best show. During the lineup of NBC, Parks and Rec's better, 30 Rock is better, and Community, one of the most underrated shows of all time, is better. Hold on. But if you, like, wrap your whole life around The Office, it's like, I just can't stop quoting The Office today. Oh, God. Stop it. That's what she said. Stop it. Well, nice timing. Yeah, Thank that you. was actually perfect. Yeah. You feel it's a Steve Carell show? Because I'll tell you it's a Rain Wilson bit. Because I don't think The Office is a Steve Carell product. I would, I think 100% it's a, it's a Rain Wilson product. Well, I will tell you exactly what it is. It's a love triangle buddy cop show. <laughs> there's a lot to unpack there. <laughs> and there's, there's a love triangle. You got one minute. In between uh, Steve Carell and Rain Wilson. And then one in between uh, Rain Wilson and John Krasinski. You got two different buddy cop shows that exist at the exact same time. It is June. With also a love story. The Jim and Pam. And it's very average. Might have lost so me average. at the end of the sign and varsity, but I'm glad I followed you down the path. <laughs> yeah. It's a buddy cop love triangle. Also, the obvious answer to everything we just said is anyone who supports El Paso in any way whatsoever. Yeah. Whenever we get back from the break, more two men on. We're live from the John Lopez Real Estate and Coldwell Banker Legacy Studio, powered by New Mexico Pinion Coffee. We play on Team I-9. Start our days at the YMCA Central New Mexico. Spend our evenings at Hollow Spirits. I think we're there tomorrow. Can we get a confo on that? Yeah, let's do that. I'll reach out. And then we're live from the ballpark on Friday. That's going to be a good one as the Isotopes are hosting the visiting Sugarland uh, whatevers. Space Cowboys? Is that Space right? Cowboys. It's actually a pretty sweet name for a team. Mm-hmm. I pretty don't cool. hate on Sugarland. Not everyone calls them that. The Soosh is joining us at 545. That's going to be a good little sit down as it was a big win for the boys last night. And on Friday night, we're going to be... Sipping on New Mexico's vodka, Teller vodka, and that watermelon walk-off. It's 95.9 FM and AM 610. The Sports Animal. Okay, Jerry, pull up the spreadsheet of we told you so's and put down a tick, okay? So I don't know what that puts our total at, but the running total is a lot to a little because when we had a little, we were striving for a lot, and now we have a lot, so we don't look back to when we had a little because when we had a little, we knew we'd have a lot. Is that a Drake song? Started with a little... Yeah, I could, it's Drake song adjacent. Okay. That's what we do here. 505-246-0610. Reach out to your boys. Oh, joining us on the program, Howard? I like that a lot. Let's get him on. Friend of the show, Howard, yeah, how I are could, you? I couldn't make it in earlier. I thought maybe Vincent had put a hex on the station. Oh, my gosh. It just uh, it was, There's not a single rain cloud in the city today, and Vincent was like, I got it. Yep. That was a nice interview with that young lady. I mean, she deserved to be recognized in the community, and that's how you build good young people, and they turn into great young adults. I mean, you recognize 
and you uh, and you help give them accolades for what they have accomplished, and I appreciate that you guys did that. Oh, that's kind of you. Well, and, you know how fortunate we are to have a platform to to allow some people to do it because that thing that like you were real proud of or, or good or successful at a sixteen, and that thing that I was, that thing that Van was, like you know, if there was someone there to to help us, and encourage us along the way, so so be able to be a part of that, and yeah. the city wants to be a part of that too. Absolutely. Yeah, disappointing. Vincent has to uh, bring his misery to the station. I mean, the guy could win the lottery. And complained that you gave him too many big bills. <laughs> there, there it is. Damn, Albert. nice. I mean, you know, and it's been that way for a long time with him. But it's 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 good, man. You know, the content's good. I mean, uh, you know, it's it, I'm thinking NBA today. Maybe uh, Kyrie uh, thinks he did such a wonderful thing by opting in. Sports is alive and well today. Baseball. My Braves lost to the Dodgers the other night, but Ooh. what the heck, you know. Uh, and of course, LeBron still reigns the best player that ever played the game of basketball, right? All everything you just said is a fact after a fact after a fact after a fact. I think Howard wins yeah. your show start. Yeah, dang. Well, you know, <laughs> I, I could be a third wheel. I mean, if Buck D don't show up, man, you give me a holler, send out the bat signal. How much? Uh, how much notice you need? Yeah, like more than forty-five minutes, because that's no, that's how. No, I'm just kidding. No, forty-five is <laughs> plenty, man. You've got me on messenger. Hey. uh... I, I live about ten minutes from the station. Hey, you know what? Uh, you guys are doing a great job. Aww. I don't want, don't feed into the negativity. Have a great day. Oh, good for well, the I'm, show. I'm inspired by the negativity. I think it was who was it? Mark Twain that said, "I'd be nowhere without all my haters." Yo, isn't that Mark, what Mark Twain said? It's not a Mark Twain quote is, at all. Is it not? No. Oh, okay. Mark Twain was like a Marky Mark. Maybe that could be correct. Okay. Because the verbiage you used sounds more that than Mark Twain. Interesting. Could have swore it was Twain. Oh, you know who it was? It was Samuel Clemens. Which, again, is Mark Twain. Oh, is that the same That's guy? That's the same guy. Oh, whoops. <laughs> uh, what's the name of the, the gal up in Santa Fe, the artist? Uh, Georgia O'Keefe. Georgia O'Keefe. So, where I grew up, Mark Twain is like had that kind of like art impact in the world of yeah. writing. Sure. That George O'Keefe had like out here to where it's like painting obviously. But it's kind of like growing up that's you would think that was the only like writer in the history of all writing. Right. Cuz it was like 10 minutes from where I grew up. Yeah. So you grow up like it's all about Huckleberry Finn and and whitewashing fences and learning about and you're like and you go anywhere else in the country and people are like, "What uh he had like one book, right? And you're like, no, he had a whole catalog. Let me tell you all about it. <laughs> I was forced to read two of them. Mark Twain books? And honestly, uh, I didn't like the way he named his characters. Ooh, well, it's a little dated. <laughs> <laughs> had to be there kind of thing, huh? The, uh, I know this one. This is like a thing. The uh, book fairs, book it. You know what I'm talking about? Like scholastic, yeah. c- come to your school thing or whatever. So, and I don't know if this is regional, but all the Mark Twain books you could buy, whatever they all were, right? The Huck Finn series and uh, whatever else. But the, Tom Sawyer, The Adventures of Tom Sawyer. Right. And then you could buy them all, and they were tied together with t- twine. Ah. Uh, and you're like, this is the coolest. You're like, no, you're just eight. You're yeah. eight years old. You're impressed by twine. Yes. this is. It's actually, I mean, it's clever branding. You could buy a lifetime supply of twine for a dollar. <laughs> They sell it in giant balls. They basically just give it away. And before, like, way before Pizza Hut lost the NFL, 
Pizza Hut, if you bought a book at the book fair, would give you like a free pizza. Yeah, a personal pan deep dish. I remember like it was yesterday. You know exactly what I'm talking about. Yes. So you would do like multiple trans, and then the like the backup librarian, the librarian, the adjacent librarian. Mm-hmm. She would be like, we call them vice librarians. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> She'd be like, Manfred, did you already come through the line? Well, there's, I got to get this Garfield comic. Yeah. Excuse me, librarian in arms. <laughs> I need this Lamborghini poster really bad. Don't you know? <laughs> They did have that hang in there. It's the cat on the telephone wire. Frog in a duck's mouth, baby. <laughs> Let me get the frog in a duck's mouth poster and as many copies of Goosebumps as $4 will buy. <laughs> and back then, back it's a wheelbarrow full. <laughs> we don't have that many Goosebumps books. Isn't it crazy how when you're a kid, everyone has the exact same interest? Like, there's so little going on across. You and I grew up in drastically different parts of this world, yeah. this country. Sure. The exact same childhood. Yeah. So dumb. Mm-hmm. It's pre-internet. We didn't have any. We didn't have all those options that kids have now. I saw, like, a four-year-old with her own cell phone today at the pool. Yeah? Yeah. Me and the kiddo did some sunning and some swimming today. If you can't tell. See how, see how tan I am, Jerry? Look at this. It's like I'm a new person. It looks kind of alabaster to me. Okay. I haven't changed whatsoever. Very good. Actually. Yeah, I was in the sun for like two hours. Not a drop of color. <laughs> Not a drop. Yeah, there's a four-year-old walking around with an iPhone. And I was like, okay. Okay, that's, that's too young. That's too young. A kid who can't even spell words correctly should not have access to the internet. You don't know what you're going to get. Hard to argue what you're saying, but I've never been a parent. Yeah. I'm hoping the parent had like some kind of child lock on there or something that like, you know, you can't go to sites that end in hub. You know, you can't, you can't buy, you know, extra swords for their video video game kind of thing. Like hopefully that exists. I don't know a ton about technologies. Like when I was a kid. I had I had Game Boy, you know I had the like I had whatever everyone else had. Yeah. But I don't remember it being like a prominent part of my childhood. I don't remember it being like, hey, we're like super focused on only playing video games. Whenever there were like some, but if I'm at the pool, there's no way I'm not even bringing my Game Boy. No. I'm, I'm getting in the pool. No, we're having we're doing pool time. I think the most into video games I ever was. There was a moment there, James Bond 007. Sure. Right? First person shooter. That was yeah, killer. It slapped. Tekken 3 was a big moment. I think the, the biggest all time was just Mario on NES, where we try to break each other's records. Who could beat the whole game the fastest? But even with that, you're talking about like a super social aspect because it's like those games you named, they're all against other kids. You interact. Yeah. Yeah. It's Engage n- your friends. Right. It's not like a just spiraling down an Instagram hole. Let's grab a break. When we get back, we're going to touch base on this Red Sox story. Two men on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. From the live chat. By the way, join the Facebook live stream at the Facebook page. We're up to kind of like a lot of followers. I don't understand what's going on. Join the boys, though. The live chat here is very good. Uh, the conversation is, how about them Strohs? I'm telling you, that game tomorrow night, Yankees-Astros, that's the ALCS. It's your preview. And I, but both squads, I think, are going to play the game like it's must win. And I know it's not. I know it's middle of the season. It's that whole thing. But uh, 
to be able to prove you can do it in one, that's the one to me. They split earlier in the year in Houston. Those were both feeling outs. They split last week in New York. Feeling outs. And this one. This is the rubber one. Who gets to win the series. Yeah. Yeah. They don't play again? They do play again. I don't believe so. I think the New York is done. I thought there was two more games later in the year. I might be wrong. And obviously I've been wrong before. Uh, two more July 21st. That's what I thought. Sorry for yelling. That's okay. But I'm telling you, because this is the one-off one, this is the one. Red Sox went in Toronto last night. That shouldn't be that big of a story, you would think, right? No, no. Why? <laughs> this is so perfect. We didn't get to it because we took calls and got distracted, but we called this at the beginning of the year. Toronto will have an advantage at home because millionaire athletes are idiots. Self-enabling millionaire athletes? Yeah, so everyone knows that Toronto has way more strict COVID regulations, COVID restrictions than anywhere else in the United States. You mean it's not over yet? And they legit will not let you play. They legit will not let you enter the country if you are not vaccinated. So all the anti-vaxxing players that are on all these teams in the lower 48 are unable to play in Toronto, and you saw direct evidence of that last night. Reaching out to us tomorrow on the program would be Brandon Ortega, who will be live at Minute Maid Park for the Astros and the Yankees. All right. So we're going to have that conversation on air talking about that. This cat's name is Tanner Hawk. Is that correct? Correct. All right. Tanner Hawk. Tanner. It Okay. Yes. Yeah. D- do it again. Miss me with all the Tanners except for the ones from San Francisco. I'm talking about the Tanner family. I am. From Full House. Correct. Excuse me as I clear my throat. So Tanner Hawk is this guy you're talking about. Yes. He is the, I know better because I don't know anything, but I know that I'm better because I've always been better at this one hyper-specific thing, which is baseball. And he's the closer for the Red Sox. And oh boy, because they used him last night. As Toronto comes back, puts a one-run 6-5 squeaker-outer on the boys in Red Sox. And the fan base in Boston is going crazy. Uh-huh. <laughs> Tanner doesn't even make an appearance. And Twitter is, uh, count that as a blown save for Hawk. <laughs> hey, not only did they lose in the ninth, they didn't get an out in the ninth. Not one out. They are now 2-7 and seven versus the Blue Jays and 7-16 and 16 against the AL East. The Red Sox have got fat on poor opponents, and they cannot beat the East. Hey, and real talk, Tanner Houck ain't no Aaron Rodgers. You don't have this long a leash right. when you're just Tanner Houck. Also, if the playoffs started today, the Red Sox would face the Blue Jays in Toronto. Oh, I love it so much. It's perfect. Oh, I love that so much. Nom, 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 nom. Hey, let me, uh, let me get some more of that uh, anti-vax. And I slash we called it out. It was like, forget, yeah. forget Fenway, forget Wrigley, forget Dodger Stadium. The biggest home field advantage Toronto. in 2022 is Toronto. Because there's going to be a couple anti-vax dudes on every team who can't play. There was a bunch on the New York Yankees 
and they had a closed door meeting. So it was like, hey, do you want to win this division? Do you want to beat these Canadians? Because we're trying to do that here. Get poked. Shave your beard. Get a vaccination. Play for the Yankees. <sighs> Matt Carpenter said, "N, I'm N." Yes. The part that gets like fantastic mustache too. Oh, I, Why, I, how, where has he been hiding that his whole career? He didn't need it. Okay. Also, he makes like pretty renowned salsa. Not sure what that has to do okay. with a mustache. <laughs> I like to with Boston fan where they're like, um, that never would have happened if we had Hawk on the mound. Here's the thing. If you're going to give me a scenario where it's like this equals this, you have to then realize that the scenario of him not having the vaccine equals this. It's yeah. the exact same thing. Correct. Can't be losing it. You know, if we would have had Hawk on the mound and we had had Nomar there at short, he'd have got to that ball in the gap. Suck it, Jada. Get the vax. <laughs> Bill Burr is just, just, he's writing pages of material right now. Oh, my God. He's going to do an hour on it tomorrow on his podcast. <sighs> Tana. That even is your real name. Sounds kind of fruity. Tana, get out of here. And you know when Tanner signs, he's the guy who's like, I'm going to give 100% to this team. I'm going to do whatever it takes. Psych. Yeah. I'm going to give about 78% to this team. You know, he's got I, here. I hope he gets it too, right? The COVID? Like, no. Nope. You don't want any. You don't want to, like, wish anything horrible on somebody. Yeah, I cannot follow you down this path. But I think he needs to get it just a little bit, just like a little one, just like a little one, you know. Maybe I haven't reminded the friends of the show in some time, but I got the COVID before there were vaccines. Yeah. Like, I got, like, uh-huh. the OG COVID. Yeah. Do you not got, get COVID. You got the full flavor. I got, yeah. You didn't get the light. No, mine came yeah. with a hospital stay yeah. and a lot and a lot of... Uh, Goodbye text from people. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't need that one again. No. Don't give that to anyone. But you know what you can do right now, Tanner? With this three days you got off because your team's on the road in Toronto where you can't play? Keep doing your own research, bro. Sure. Got plenty of time for it. Figure it out, loser. Costing them games. And, the, and you called this. You called this at the beginning of the year. And you know how Boston is? What's that cat's name for the paper that's on TV all the time? Shaughnessy? Mm. He ain't going to go easy on you here. No, he going to get it. It's going to come at you. And Boston is their fan base, while historic and legendary and passionate, they're probably like number two AHs right after Philadelphia. Like Boston will like wait for you in the parking lot kind of fans. I just pulled up. Dan Shaughnessy. Hey, Tan, I know where your mother lives. <laughs> Say hello to her. Don't worry, I did last night. Yeah. Dan Shaughnessy, at Dan underscore Shaughnessy, spelled the Boston way. Quote, let's be clear. Hawk chose to abandon his teammates. His personal freedom is more important. I don't like the phrase personal freedom, but I get the sentiment here. Sure. Tanny, I know where your favorite Jimmy Jans is. Oh. Can you imagine not being available? 
I can't. I can't do it. And it's a, it's a cancer in the locker room too. Uh huh. Because it's not like you're having a kid. Uh uh-uh. Your father is passing. Oh, that's a whole other story. Like the team, the team just rallies around yeah. you. Like, yeah, let's all come together for Tanner. He's having his first child. Or all oh, Tanner, he knows dad's not doing too well. We gotta, we gotta have this series in Toronto. Come together as a team. No, it's the exact opposite. They're like, screw Tanner. He's not here for us. We're not going to be there for him when we get back. And even if you can get 26 of those outs, so I got to get that 27th. Mm-hmm. They didn't get one. They didn't get one. In the ninth. My last thought on it, because we got to get the Sues. Sure. My last thought on it, over the All-Star break, he's got to get the J&J. Or at least the J&J. You have to. If you don't even really want to do it, you don't have to really do it. Just get the J&J. It don't even really count. He can't just get a punch of karma cleanse? You cannot just get a punch of karma cleanse. <laughs> the Suge, when we get back, tune it on, 95.9 FM and AM 610, the sports animal. Suge. I like it a lot. I like it a whole lot. Josh, welcome to the program. How are you? This is dramatic music. That is uh, introducing this segment. The, you deserve it, brother. Yeah, this is uh, this is Jerry's world. We're all just living in it. There we go. What's more? This dr- was the Alan Trejo dramatic cue music. Is that what? Yeah, that. What's more dramatic, this or Walk Off Grand Slams? Well, this music, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, seriously, a Walk Off Grand Slam. When you're down two, that's the other thing about. So there's, two, in my mind, there's two different types of walk-offs, right? There's the the game is tied, and even if you don't get a hit, it's okay because we're going to go on to the next inning. Then there's the no, we're trailing. If you don't get a hit, we lose, and then with one swing of the bat, we win and we celebrate. And that was the case last night. Down two, grand slam, win by two. That was fun. Super sweet. What was the roar of the crowd like? What was Isotopes fans' reaction? Did, were the walls shaking? If only we had an ability to record these things so that we could hear them. <laughs> <laughs> it's tough doing extra innings, too, though, right? Where it's like, because, like, does everyone stick around on a Tuesday? Well, it was the game lasted three hours and 20 minutes. It ended at 9.55 p.m. Um and remember, it was 50-cent hot dog night. So I think good. the average was 3.4 hot dogs per person. 24,000 hot dogs I saw on the social media. It's <laughs> a lot of hot dogs. <laughs> so many hot dogs. So, you I mean, you got some people that are pretty full, you know? Nap time. Right. So, uh, so in order to get back to your question, for a Tuesday night that's extra innings, that's pretty late, there's still a pretty healthy number of people that, are, that were around, especially when you're down two in the ninth. Okay, you've tied it. Neither team scores in the 10th. You know, people start to think, all right, maybe time to go home. They score two in the top of the 11th. Maybe some people start to think, go home. No, I mean, they they stuck around. And for those who did stick around, they got Taco 10 coupons as a yeah, result of their, of the their sticking aroundness. Tonight's game will be will be very good. And we were talking about Jose Arena um, before, like during the commercial break. And Van is like giving me like all these like quick hitter facts that I didn't know about like MLB service time and foundations that he runs. And it's incredible to me how just like the personal stories of so many of our Isos players, Josh, we just have a group of like really good dudes. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're both right. And 
I think it's not by accident. I, th- I think the Rockies do a really good job of checking on people's backgrounds before they sign them. And um, I also think that in general, baseball, there's not a lot of bad guys left in baseball. You know, um, I feel like 20 years ago, 30 years ago, you'd walk into a lot of clubhouses and there'd be a bunch of guys who you just were not friendly people. And I, um, I, I think that has changed. And uh, even just like, you know, AAA has this reputation of like, oh, everyone's here, doesn't want to be here, everyone's salty, you know, this is the malcontent league, everyone wants to be in the big leagues. Obviously, everyone wants to be in the big leagues, but it is extremely rare that I, and, and I'm saying this with complete honesty, it is extremely rare when we have somebody who's just moping around and constantly in a bad mood because he thinks he should be in the big leagues and makes everyone's life miserable as a result of it. I can't remember the last time we've had someone. It, I, there's probably someone in 2019 or 2018. But usually, here's the other thing. Those guys don't stick around very often. Those guys sure. get released. Those guys get designated for assignment. And so their choice is basically you can be miserable at AAA or you can have a, a, a normal job. Well, now that greenies, cocaine, and steroids <laughs> oh, that's a good point. are all yeah. not present in the league anymore, there's a little less agitation. People are a little nicer, a little Ooh. more chill. I think write that down for reasons. <laughs> that's interesting. I've, I've felt that the proliferation of cell phones and social media have, in general, I'm not talking about the isotopes right now, in general, have forced athletes to be on the, a better behavior or their best behavior in public. Uh. That's good, too. Because you're talking about because of the exposure to fans and how how easily it can be accessed by anyone. Yes. I mean, think about Urban Meyer and think about all these things that if you're doing yep. something that you should not be doing in public, someone has got a camera and they're going to take a picture and it's going viral immediately. If you do something to, like, hurt a fan's feelings, you have to be Zach Granke. Otherwise, <laughs> otherwise you're probably going to be in big trouble. Zach- so speak, speaking of being a good teammate, did you see this Tanner Houck stuff, how he couldn't go – to Toronto, and and then they lost in the ninth when he was supposed to be pitching. How would a locker room, i.e., this great group of guys now, respond to that here in Albuquerque? Ooh, I don't know. And I really don't want to guess too much on how they would respond. Um, generally speaking, when it comes to locker rooms in professional uh, sports, whoever the biggest alphas are in the room Whatever they think, and then everybody follows. Right. Mm. You know what I mean? So, you know, and, and so it depends, you know, team to team and sport to sport, you know. I mean, how the Golden State Warriors are going to respond. I mean, they're known for having just this incredible team chemistry, and they have this leader who is super excited when, when other people do well, right? Um, so I think, it, I, think, I think it starts at the top. And so whoever has the most service time and whatever their view is, I, I think that, you know, whoever has command of the locker room or the clubhouse, they basically say, you know, one thing, and then everyone follows. The rank and follow follow. I'll, I'll tell you what's interesting to me is the only thing I could really compare it to was because, um, in my opinion, you only anyone in all of life only does anything for two reasons, by circumstance or by choice. And uh, an analogy for a long time was players would hold out for money, right? I'm taking specifically the NFL, but this is everywhere. And you would hold out till you got paid your amount of money. And I thought that clubhouses or rosters or teams were really accepting of that. And by the time you come back, it's not, hey, we don't like you. Hey, this is bad. You missed so many games. It's, hey, welcome back, King. Like, we're excited for you. Like, way to get paid. And I was like, is it that same energy here where you're by choice? How missing this? Are you going to be celebrated when you come back because you're available? Because this one to me doesn't seem of the same energy. 
I agree right. with that. I, I definitely agree about players don't care. If, if someone's trying to get more money, they don't care. They're like, you get yours because mm-hmm. they know there's only so Short many window. years of your life yep. that you have to play this. And they also know that the more money that guy makes, the more money I can make. Right? And that's not this one. This one's different. This yeah, one's th- this one's totally different. Uh, his, um, what? I mean, I'm not going to pretend like I know what's going on with the Red Sox, but I knew, though, that one of the holdups for Trevor Story signing was that he didn't want to get vaccinated, and then they finally convinced him that he needed to do so. And that was, like, one of the holdups before before the deal finally got done. But I'm not going to pretend like I know any of the dynamics of what's going on with the Red Sox. But I know this, that if someone's not there and I think they should be there, I'm disappointed in my teammate. That's how I feel. The uh, Not to pivot too far out, but – this is the first walk-off Grand Slam in the history of this whole ball club team organization ever. I mean, what's up? Where's that ball at? Where's Trejo's jersey at? Like, what? what's the deal? Does it go up somewhere? Ooh, where did the ball end up last night? I mean, the jersey went into the wash, and he has to wear it again tonight, <laughs> right? I, I mean, that's, that's what happened to the jersey. The bat, he's probably going to keep using until he breaks it. The baseball, where did the baseball go? Because this is a piece. This sure. is this is a spotlight. Oh, well, I mean, it went over. I mean, it went over the fence and into the hill. It, maybe it's still there. <laughs> maybe, maybe someone who's at the ballpark will know that you're not supposed to go there. No, maybe don't one go of there. Our grounds crew uh, will will we'll go retrieve it. That's why I, mean, I just you think I mean, they maybe would have someone already. retrieved it last night already. Put that bad boy in display. That's all. I'm saying. This sounds like a Forrest Stolting question to me. All right, I will just send a text. All right, right now. There we go. So okay, <laughs> uh, seven in a row is like the is it seven? I don't want to misquote it. Seven home ones in a row. Seven home games in a row have so, been won by the Isotopes. So that's like uh, that's like the longest streak in what like ten years or something. Uh, I don't know. it might be. I don't have that information. Why? Well, it's since 2016. This is the longest home winning streak. So years aren't easy for me, but still, it's a, suma- a substantial amount of time. Like, do people even do people, do like the teammates at Isos Park even remember L's? <laughs> well, there's probably a couple of new guys who don't know what it's like to lose here, right? Does Sam yeah. know what it's like to lose here? That because was. Sam's only been with us now for. Um, for eight games. Little three and game that includes boy. the time in Las Vegas. So, no, Sam does not know what it's like to lose a game in Albuquerque, at least this year. He knows previous years. What do you have yesterday? Like a couple hits? Yeah, he had a couple more hits. Beat the shift twice. Eee, I love that. There was a bunch of hits the Isotopes had to beat the shift. They had like five or six to beat the shift. In they Vegas? They also had like five or six that like went right to somebody <laughs> as well. In Vegas, man, he had a home run that I think is still going. Yes. Yeah, it was four, like <laughs> 637 feet. What was it? Who's on the pregame, Jay? Uh, duh, Alan Trejo. So smart. I think that I would get fired if I did not talk to the guy who did the Grand Slam yeah. walk-off last night. Knows what he's doing. Ball game starts at 6.30, pregame at 6.15. Thanks, shoes. You're welcome, guys. Talk to you tomorrow. Appreciate you. Sports animal. So we don't often straight rip. Like, we don't just rip articles. That's not really our move. Right. We're like a, hey, here's the pulse of the nation. Look, sports influencers... Don't rip off other sports influencers. First of all, in the summer of we 18- are the C- we are the New Mexico Broadcasting Association Sports Influencers of the Year. Correct. I'm not sure if it's been announced yet. Unanimous vote, by the way. But yeah, mm-hmm. I don't even know who the other entries were, but they didn't have enough either sports or influence or a combination of both. Or Moxie. Yep, probably Moxie was a huge part. Or Chutzpah. But we're ripping right here. So PhillyVoice.com. So phillyvoice.com yesterday put out a 10 reasons why the command or excuse me why the Cowboys will be a dumpster fire. Uh-huh. 
We were like, oh, this is clever. This like, is, this, yeah, this is fun. This is fun. We could poke Cowboy yeah. fan. You're obviously an Eagles something something. Yep. And by the way, I would love if they do an Eagles one last. Like, that would be... You have to. You, that would be best. You have to. So, to my surprise today, which I very much appreciate, phillyvoice.com, phillyvoice.com mm-hmm. put out 10 reasons the Commanders will be a dumpster fire this season. Yep. Well, I'm in. Oh, yeah. I'm against two teams... One is Cleveland, mm-hmm. and one is Washington. Yes. I root for both franchises' demise, and I don't often do that. Number 10. Okay. Their cornerbacks and safeties aren't that great. Just kidding. Let's get to Dan Snyder. So here's what it is. Okay. But I, I don't know who this cat is. This How one. is that 10 and not 1? Uh, well, I'm actually reading it. So this cat's name is Jimmy... Kempsky, who we're going to reach out to. I'm going to email this dude because this dude writes funny. Sure. This dude is very good. So he puts a diatribe on Dan Snyder and just rips him for the 10 straight reasons that this commander's team is going to be a dumpster fire. We could do an hour on this. A deserved hour on this. Dan Snyder sucks. He starts off with, that bombshell reported which more than a dozen women allegedly alleged sexual harassment and verbal abuse by former team employees of the Washington Football Organization. That still exists. <laughs> Yo, and Homeboy has receipts. Got them all. All of these one through ten reasons that they're going to suck, they're short, they're sweet. Yeah. Come with statistics, boom, on to the next one. This Snyder one, it's, it's an article all in its own. It's the whole thing. It's so funny. You suck. Talks about how uh, Scott Turner uh, Scott Turner doesn't know much about offensive coordinating. Well, you know what? Fine. Okay. I feel like you can figure that kind of thing out. That's not a big one to me. Yeah. Uh, they got they got worse along the interior of their offensive line. Here's a list of things football fan will ever talk about. The offensive line does not matter to football fan. Can't draft them. Can't bet on them. They don't matter. Sure. Now this Logan Thomas not being ready to start the season, that's probably whatever, actually, I mean, whatever, 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 whatever. whatever. Uh, they don't got any wide receivers. Here's the thing. They got Scary Terry, bro. Scary Terry can go. But after that. It's, you're done. Curtis Samuel's not anything. You're done. Did this look at the Dotson kid? He was a rookie last year. They have to have him. But if you don't have the best wide receivers, you don't have a team that competes. We talk about this regularly. Yes. Obviously, the linebacking court doesn't matter. Chase Young, also hurt. This whole team's in trouble. Here's where it gets real good, though. Jack, spelled with a Q and on, Del Rio, all of his players hate him. <laughs> Look, that's the real reason. It's 100% the reason. That's the real reason that they're going to suck is because they don't respect their own coach. You don't downplay the cultural significance of of Black Lives Matter when about 48 out of 53 of your employees are black. Man, that was just a little dust up when he did that. Just a little dust up. <laughs> he's, he's the, uh, what about, what about, what about, what about what, man? What, how, how are you going to, why at all would you bring George Floyd in a negative light into this conversation? Your players hate you. We had Ned James on the show who coached with Jack Del Rio. He says, everyone hates that dude. Yeah, he sucks. He's a meathead. He legit sucks. 
He bought one of those stupid Storm the Capitol mount head things. What are those things called? You know what I'm talking about? The guy who wore the horns. The QAnon shaman? Yeah, the shaman. Yeah. He owns a QAnon shaman outfit. Quote, we had a dust up in the Capitol. Nothing burned down. Going to make a major deal. What? What? A dust up? That's where you live. You're talking about the thing where you live. Yeah. Multiple people died. We're not going to make that a major deal. What about black like that? Also on this list, Carson Wentz is mentally soft. That's 100% true. That's very true. It's a curse. It's a curse to play quarterback for the Washington Redskins. Everyone since Doug no. Williams. No, Theismann. That's a good thing? No, that's where it's Well, he did have an early retirement. That's, what I'm ta- oh, that's, that's where nice. it started, yeah. Yeah, that's really nice. That's as bad as it gets. So they got one season of RG3. Didn't Doug Williams win a Super Bowl? Okay. Yes, he did. Okay. They had one season of RG3. How much time we got? Can I rattle off? Yep, get it. Rattle off all these names. Are you ready? Brad Johnson, Jeff George, Tony Bank, Shane Matthews, Patrick Ramsey, Danny Werfel, Tim Hasselbeck, Mark Brunel, Jason Campbell, Todd Collins, the ghost of Donovan McNabb, Rex Grossman, John Beck, one good season out of RG3. Who is John Beck? Uh, the um, devil's haircut guy. Um, I'm a loser, baby. No, that's that's not. Oh, that's actual Beck. That's Never mind. Actual Beck. Sorry. Colt McCoy, Kirk Cousins, and then he left town. Alex Smith, great story. Mark Sanchez, Josh Johnson, Case Keenum, Dwayne Haskins, Kyle Allen, Taylor Heineke, Ryan Fitzpatrick, the GOAT, Garen Gilbert, and now Carson Wentz. Death sentence. John Beck was a BYU kid. Oh, okay. I wonder he came up with that one. So he's a 28-year-old rookie? He was a 28-year-old rookie. (laughs) And the thing with Wentz, who, by the way, is not set up for success, Wentz, once, because it was he got the full, whatever foals right, so that was yeah. the whole thing. And now he's there, and then they draft the kid who's really good, hurts. And he's like, oh, I can't handle the pressure of this. By the way, my knees can't handle the pressure of Jadavion Clowney. By the way, here's Nick Foles again, like that whole thing. Over here, he don't know what to do. He don't know. He don't even come in with an idea of stability. He's looking at this, and he's like, oh, this ain't so weird. If you don't think the Commanders are weird, you're weird. Yeah, yeah, they suck. They super suck. They suck. Dan Snyder sucks. Commanders suck. I'm so sorry if you're a historical Redskins fan. Kind of like UT. Great color scheme. The burgundy and gold. It's very strong. That was my high school. Yeah. That's why I wore Burgundy and gold, really? Yeah, it was a good look. Okay. Uh, here's he just some... glossed over Jack Del Rio that he was fined $100,000 by his own coach. <laughs> That's how stupid he is. And Ron Rivera, by the way, is the saving grace of this whole thing. Sure. Cancer survivor. He's going to survive the commanders. He already beat cancer. He will be fine. I got some numbers for you. We're not a numbers show. Amongst like all the qualifying categories, he's 34th out of 35 in quarterback rating. Okay. That's second to last. That's he's, not even starter worthy. He's 20th in touchdown passes. That's bottom 20. He had the most interceptions in the NFL. Second most fumbles, took the most sacks, 
33rd out of 35 in YPA yards per attempt. I got gotcha. you. His completion percentage, percentage of 57.4 is 34th out of 35. That's not a starting quarterback. He's a triple frown winner. Like, he's the worst. And that really sucks. Really hurts my feelings that Carson Wentz couldn't get it together. Neither could Andy Dalton. Because I'm really out here rooting for these ginger quarterbacks. Well, hold on. As you know, a ginger quarterback has never won the Super Bowl. And we got to break that curse eventually. Yeah, but he won life because he's making 33 mil. Yeah, he's fine. <laughs> he's doing fine. He ain't got those Chase Daniel numbers, though. You see that today? 41 mil over the course of his career. He's only played six games. It's so good. What's that? What's the uh, million per touchdown ratio? It's like eight million per touchdown his it, whole career. It's like $250,000 per pass attempt. <laughs> God, that's nuts. He's a really good um, mentor to Drew Brees, though, so keep that in mind. Really helped Drew Brees in his career. I like quarterbacks with verbs in their names. Chase, Brees. Yeah, I'm a big actions word guy. Yeah. Commanders get sold this year? Question mark. They got to force Snyder out, right? Snyder's got dirt on somebody, so they just have to throw another person under the bus. You would think you're correct. Live chat's going crazy. Snyder has dirt on somebody. Otherwise, he would be kicked out already. Someone on the NFL? Yeah, oh, duh. A higher up. Who's up? Goodell? That's like the one? And he don't care? No, owners. He's got dirt on some other owners. Oh, Jerry Jones? Yeah, Jerry Jones, somebody else big. It has to be him or Kroenke. Who else could it be? Probably anybody except for uh, Tony Khan, right? I almost think. Yeah. And it's not Tony Khan, it's Shad Khan. Yeah, but Shad, yeah. Shad, sorry, Shad Khan. Shad Khan don't care. He doesn't care about the billionaire boys club. But Everybody else is in the cult. Yeah, because Dan Snyder will, will sell you into an arranged marriage. Yes. Like, he don't care. Right. Shad Khan, he's going to get rid of Urban right away. Yeah. And here's why, like, in, obviously we work in Sports Talk Radio. It's like, oh, we have a big reaction immediately. It's the whole thing. Shaw Khan was like, we actually got to take a little bit of time to make the legalese right on this. And as soon as they had it right, Boom. he gone. You're very right. And then whenever they're like, you got to get Byron Lofkowitz. You got to do this thing. He was like, I got to get the legalese right. Because we, we don't. Shaw Khan, he's got a calculation. Mm-hmm. You don't just fix his problems with money. You don't. Yeah, you don't make it that far in one generation without it. No. Yeah, he he's not old money. You got to be careful. Well, and, like, this is going to sound, like, super cliche. He's got, like, the Toyota formula. Like, he knows what it takes to make it, like, successful, like the approach. Formula One? They have a whole thing. It's similar to, uh, like, the the automobile. What am I Ford? Like, the line? What am I sure. trying to say? The assembly line. The assembly line. Yeah. Where Toyota has a formula, and they sell it to other businesses. Right. And it's like, this is how you frame your business to be successful. And obviously him making bumpers all those years, he's in on it. He knows what's up. Yeah. His kid runs, they sold $6 million for people to watch wrestling the other day. Are you kidding me? That's pretty impressive. Stupid. Good program today. Katie Bone, thank you so much. Oh, thank you, Katie. Great segment. Appreciate it. Ice Tubes Baseball is after us. Any final words, man? 
Too much for the time allotted, my friend. But anything that we didn't cover, make sure you check out tomorrow on the opening drive with Jeff JJ and A. Marie. Good job, everyone. GG. See you tomorrow, Burke.